It's Wednesday, October 4th, 2023, and I'm Dave Sobel. Four things to know today. Gardner predicts a 14.3% boost in security spending by 2024. Here's what's driving the increase. The FBI cautions on evolving ransomware tactics, dual attacks within 48 hours. Patching Metrics 101, new ways to measure your cybersecurity health and the tech giants and startups tackle security. The latest updates in email, MFA, and SBOM. This is the Business of Tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're going to talk a lot of security today. Let's start with a market recap. According to a forecast from Gartner, worldwide spending on security and risk management is projected to increase by 14.3% in 2024, reaching a total of $215 billion. The continuous adoption of cloud, hybrid workforce, generative AI, and evolving regulatory environment are driving the need for enhanced security and risk management spending. Spending on data privacy and cloud security is expected to record the highest growth rates, and security services are forecasted to represent 42% of total expenditure in 2024. Ransomware attacks decreased in August by 22% compared to July, with LockBit 3.0 being the top attacker. Industrials remained the most targeted sector, while North America remained the most targeted region although experiencing a relative drop. The rise in ransomware attacks in Asia is attributed to geopolitically motivated campaigns by Chinese threat actors. Cyber insurance claims have surged in the first half of 2023 due to a significant increase in ransomware attacks. Ransomware was the main driver behind the rise in claims frequency, with victims reporting an average loss of over $365,000. Large companies with revenues over $100 million were particularly targeted, experiencing a 20% increase in cyber incidents. Fund transfer fraud also increased claims, while business email compromise claims decreased. The cyber insurance market is predicted to reach $50 billion by 2030. A report by Keeper Security reveals that many organizations still engage in cover-ups and fail to report cyber incidents. The study found that 48% of organizations do not report critical cyber incidents to authorities, and 41% do not disclose attacks to their boards. Fear, misunderstanding, and poor corporate culture contribute to these failings. According to a new study, remote workers are more aware of cybersecurity risks and take more precautionary measures than in-office employees. The study found that remote workers were more mindful of cybersecurity threats, recognized safe practices, and took steps to defend against them. In contrast, in-office workers may become complacent about cybersecurity awareness due to the expectation that their organization will provide security measures. The research suggests that the risk of cybersecurity threats may not be as significant for remote workers as initially feared. Pinpoint Search Group has released its Q3 2023 cybersecurity funding report, revealing a 21% increase in funding compared to Q3 2022. 
The total funding reached $2.3 billion across 113 funding and M&A transactions. While the number of investment rounds in 2023 surpassed 2022, the dollar amount still lags. Early stage rounds such as Seed, Series A, and Series B lead the charge, indicating a diverse approach by investors. Why do we care? As told in story form, the security market looks like it will continue to grow, with insurance and related cover-ups also continuing to increase. Ransomware is up overall, but down last month. Maybe summer vacation? Remote workers are more cyber-aware than their in-office counterparts, and investors keep putting money into security. And this is why there's a focus on cloud security and data privacy solutions. Cyber insurance is necessary for cybersecurity packages, particularly for clients with significant revenues. Leverage this data to adjust your risk assessments and security protocols. There may be an underinvestment in cybersecurity training for in-office employees. I think the investment is correct for remote users because we're seeing results. The FBI has warned about a new trend in ransomware attacks where multiple strains are deployed on victims' networks to encrypt systems within 48 hours. They employ custom data theft, wiper tools, and malware to pressure victims. The FBI advises organizations to maintain close connections with FBI field offices, apply mitigation measures, keep systems up to date, secure remote access solutions, and conduct comprehensive scans to enhance security and identify vulnerabilities. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit has reversed its previous ruling and now restricts the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency from fully communicating with social media platforms about disinformation and misinformation. The court found that CISA likely violated the First Amendment by coercing social media companies to adopt more restrictive policies on censoring election-related speech. This ruling is part of an ongoing case involving several agencies headed to the Supreme Court. And speaking of CISA, they've launched a public awareness campaign to promote basic cybersecurity habits among Americans. The campaign includes a 60-second PSA and a new website to educate individuals about cyber hygiene. CISA aims to equip people with tools such as strong passwords, multi-factor authentication, and recognizing phishing attempts. The program is part of CISA's Cybersecurity Awareness Program and was launched in collaboration with the National Cybersecurity Alliance. Why do we care? Providers should heed the FBI's advice by enhancing real-time monitoring and rapid response capabilities if they're needed. That's why it's an offering. Consider hosting workshops for clients on the latest threats and FBI-recommended practices, and remember to feed this into your communications to customers. MSPs can use this campaign to augment their educational initiatives, leverage CISA's resources, and align your messaging with theirs to create a more comprehensive cybersecurity awareness program for your clients. Finally, I did update on CISA because this isn't over. Not until it hits the Supreme Court. I spotted an analysis of patching and remediation performance metrics that I wanted to share. Mean time to remediation is the typical statistic CISOs review around patching. MTTR covers the average time it takes to get a patch into production after it's announced. It provides an overall measure of how quickly you can implement changes. Mean time to communicate is a new metric. It looks at how quickly the security organization can collaborate with other departments or teams involving in running IT operations or implementing updates. 
Mean time to prioritize tracks your ability to understand the assets in your IT estate, deployed applications, services, and infrastructure, and map them against new issues and their severity. These metrics help identify risks, prioritize fixes, and improve team collaboration. Why do we care? With all the talk of patch management, I admit I'd never seen these stats before. You're welcome to tell me you already had, even if you didn't. I'll take the loss on this one. Just a thought. Do any patch tools calculate this, particularly in the MSP space? If they do, I'd love to hear about it. And let's hit some products. Google and Yahoo have announced new measures to crack down on spam. Yahoo will implement rules requiring bulk senders to use more robust email authentication while requiring one-click unsubscribe and enforcing a two-day response time for unsubscribe requests. Similarly, Google will require bulk senders to validate their identities and strongly authenticate their emails. They'll also execute a spam rate threshold and implement a one-click unsubscription. AWS will require multi-factor authentication for root user accounts to sign in to the AWS Management Console starting in mid-2024. This security measure aims to enhance account security and prevent unauthorized access. AWS will expand the MFA requirement to additional scenarios and support up to eight MFA devices and FIDO security keys. Customers will be notified of the upcoming change and are encouraged to enable MFA for all user types in their environment. Yubico now offers the ability for its enterprise users to receive pre-registered security keys, reducing the friction in registration. The new FIDO pre-reg service is currently in a limited access period for Okta customers in the U.S., and will support all Yubico's keys at general availability. For All Secure launched its Dynamic Software Bill of Materials solution, or SBOM, for application security. The solution provides organizations with a runtime list of software components, prioritizing them based on risk and enabling faster remediation of vulnerabilities. Why do we care? There are a lot of tactical data points here, and most of you care about it for simple solutions to deliver. I wanted to highlight that SBOM product as we've talked about the SBOM space before. This is the first product I'd notice addressing that, and that's my observation, not a definitive first to market. And so I wanted to highlight it. We're still talking supply chain management, and here are the tools rolling out for it. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thanks for listening. Today, National Taco Day and National Vodka Day. Would have thought Taco Day would have been on a Tuesday, but that seems like a good pairing to me. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines posted at businessof.tech. Like the content? Support the show at patreon.com slash mspradio or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. If you want to reach our listeners, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Part of the MSP Radio Network.